Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Tom, can't wait to really just share something that I did the other day that I, I feel so far has been very impactful in changing my life. And I know as time goes on, it will be even more so. And it's something called timeline therapy. And it's funny because every time I mentioned it to a friend that I was going to have it done, they all said, I've heard about that. I really want to know how that works. How did it go? <laughs> so we're going to talk about it today. She did all the work. I just answered the questions and did the visualization. And she is somebody that does that. Hypnotherapy is so much so many other modalities to help you heal from different things. And she is Dr. Cecilia Cervantes from MyQuantumHeal.com. Cecilia, welcome back. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I am too, since we had our session, yeah. <laughs> which was, hmm, you know, five days ago, whatever. Uh, I guess we should start explaining how it went and really maybe back up what it's used for. Very good. Yes. Timeline therapy is actually a registered trademark that was developed by Ted James. Hmm. And it was developed to, he discovered that you could get rid of negative emotions, limiting decisions, that you could travel your timeline and, and search out um, specific uh, events that impact, that have impacted your life. Mm -hmm. So you can get to the root cause of certain issues. So over the weekend, we did the negative emotions. And we all have negative emotions that uh, can plague us, can haunt us. The five, which were they? Anger, sadness, fear, hurt, and guilt. See, I find it very interesting the way this went down was because I've done hypnotherapy before, which took me back to my childhood, which is pretty much the center for just about everything in our lives. Why, why we're dealing with certain things now, why things affect us in a certain way now can be traced right back to our childhood. But what made this different for me in hypnotherapy which was all good. I looked at those events from a different standpoint. And as you had me, into, I'll compare it to hypnotherapy. And that was with a different practitioner. When I went back there, I saw myself as a kid in a situation, not a specific one, just a situation. And basically confronted myself as a kid and reassured myself. And I thought it was very beneficial, very emotional. In this instance, I went back to times where I could first remember those different negative emotions. And we did them separately. Each emotion was, was a different travel back in time. But we looked at it from the emotion, the event. Most of them were when I was a kid, two, four, around there. From the beginning onward, then above, and then head on. And almost like picture a camera, you know, looking at a TV show. We're looking at, you know, from this way, now this way, then that way. Uh, it was really cool in that I got to see it in different ways. And how do you know it works? I feel it already has. I had some stuff go on a couple of days after we did that session. And I felt that I, I didn't react the same way in terms of, you know, call it anger, call it emotion. It was more of like, yeah, all right, no problem. I'll deal with that. It's all right. It's all good. Uh, how does, what do you hear from people? When they have timeline therapy, is it a is it a progression? Takes time to realize those things are kind of washed out of you. They start to realize how they respond in uh, events 
that come up that used to make them react yeah. in a very negative way and maybe over the top. And they ask themselves, where did that come from? Mm. It came from the past, uh, from a previous, yeah. Uh, you've been carrying this with you your whole life. We carry all these things with us. Our unconscious mind holds all our memories. It holds our emotions and and it stores it away until we're ready to deal with it and learn from it and then move on. That's the thing. So you end up with this baggage that you're carrying around all over the place. It's very heavy. After we do the process, you start to feel a sense of lightness. Mm-hmm. And you relax more and you respond more appropriately to stressful situations. Yeah, it's not to say that after you do timeline therapy that you're never going to feel sadness, you're never going to feel anger. Those are normal, but you're not going to feel them. You you hit it when you said over the top. You're not going to react like this. It's going to be like, "Hmm, okay, it's all good. You know, I can, I got it. I got this. I can navigate it. It's all good. But what's interesting in my learning of this is when you think back in your mind and you go back to the first time that you remember having whatever that emotion, that negative emotion is, all the events after that all go away. So if you go back to think, all right, let's say you were two, five, whatever, you experienced sadness. All the other events in your life moving forward that you think back to on a regular basis, you know, you might think of, you know, an event that happened 10 years ago and that's made me sad. It doesn't affect you the same exact way. You don't get that same feeling or that same angry feeling. It's almost like it's almost like a purge from your system. Exactly. You're detoxifying yourself. Yeah. And all those other things that occur where you react and respond in a in a bad way, they're just build up. And with this process, you learn what it is that you needed to learn from that event. Because everything that happens to us in our life is a challenge mm-hmm. and we need to learn from it in order to evolve. That is the point of that thing. It's not to punish you or, or you know, you're not a victim. You want to be a cause and you want to take responsibility for your life. That way you can be empowered. But the I think the key point here is when you remove the emotion, the negative emotion, what's left? The lesson. Now you can see it for what it was or should be. And then you have that clarity because now the emotions don't get in the way. It's almost like a curtain and you went, and then you see, ha ha. Oh, that's what I was supposed to learn. Or that's what I should have learned from that. And now I'm not going to do that again. Or I'm going to react differently in the future to that. Now that I've pulled the curtain aside. You've gained that learning at an unconscious level. Because what we're doing in timeline therapy is conscious, unconscious integration. You're becoming whole hmm. and you're learning what you need to learn and, and it becomes innate in you at that point. Um, so you don't even have to think about it because now you have these learnings. So for instance, in your case, a lot of your learnings was getting that inner strength. And so now you have inner strength yeah. and you operate from that place. What was really interesting is when I did hypnotherapy and there was nothing wrong with that, but it gets very personal. And, you know, sometimes you might not feel I was fine with the, the hypnotherapist in, in talking about a situation. No problem. Some people might not feel that comfortable. I had no idea how the timeline therapy was going to go when we did it. 
You never knew what I was thinking. You never, you didn't know the situations, you know, what, what, think back to the first time you were sad. Think back to the first time you were angry. You had no idea. I didn't have to talk about it. All I did was think it, visualize it. And you told me or showed me how to look at it from different angles, like we, we just mentioned. But that was it. <laughs> and, and, it, and, it and I feel it worked. And time will tell how well it worked even more so. Because when you confront those times, you know, those situations again, which could bring you negative emotions. What are some of the other things that timeline therapy can help you out with? It can help you out with limiting beliefs, limiting decisions, like I'm not good enough, or I can't do this, or I can't. Those are beliefs. You know, when did you decide that you can't do that? Who told you? Where did you get that from? It's a belief, a belief that you can't do something or you, you know, it, it, you decide. If you can or you can't, we all have options. We need to realize that. Mm. So limiting beliefs are a big one that we use timeline therapy for. We can use it for phobias as well and for anxiety and for creating our future. Let's, before we talk about creating your future, yeah. why did we do negative emotions? Was it because oftentimes those are connected to limiting beliefs? I feel in my situation, they are or were. Yes, we want to do the negative emotions first. A lot of times when we've done the negative emotions, some of those limiting beliefs disappear mm. because they're attached to the negative emotion. Yeah. And the negative emotions carry a lot of energy with them. So when we, when we do the negative emotions, we're unloading a lot of space now. You have, you have more room to do things. You have more energy. You have... You can, you can, you feel, you can feel the sense of lightness that comes over you. You know, it's you tell almost me. Like, I, I agree. You know what it, as you were speaking, Cecilia, this is what I got a picture of. It's like on your computer, you cleared out the hard drive of all the files and the garbage that you're not really using anymore. They don't serve you. Why did I say that? I don't need that picture. It's not, you know, I have a directory. I call it junk. So mm -hmm. when I'm, you know, when I throw a file somewhere, I feel there's like a 99.99% chance. I'm not going to use it anymore. So I throw it in the junk folder. I need to get back to it, whatever. But all it's doing is just taking up space on the hard drive. Mm. So let me just basically get rid of all that junk in that folder. And now I have a lot more space. Now my computer runs better because it's more efficient. It has more, it has more uh, space to write new programs or new files, or whatever it might be. So that's kind of... Uh, I, I feel like I have a new hard drive. <laughs> if that that, makes that's sense. a great metaphor. That's a great metaphor because that's exactly what's, what's happening. And our brains and our minds are, are like a computer. Mm. We need to make space. So we're not going back to that old garbage yeah. again and again and again, revisiting, learn from it, move on. Yeah. Yeah. And we do. We don't even realize that we're doing it. Every time we go back to that situation when you were five years old and you reacted in a sad way, as you probably should have, because something made you sad, but then it sticks with you. And then now you're 25, now you're 45, and you're still dealing with this. You're reacting the same way, but you don't need to, nor should you, because it's typically a different situation anyway. All right. So timeline therapy for success, I think you said? For creating your future. Okay. Creating what you want in your life. So you, so in the sessions that we did, we had to go into the past. Well, you can set 
goals in your future. Hmm. How do we do that? How does that look? Is it the same? Yeah. You know, for me, my timeline looks like this in front of me. And that was my past. That's my present. And that's my future. Is it that you fast forward into the future? And do you say, instead yes. of go back to the first memory of sadness, do you go back, you know, do you say, all right, now we're going to move into the future. Go back to go forward to the, the <laughs> moment where you think that uh, you attain, let's say, let's say you're a salesperson and you, you nail that big account or whatever it is. When is it going to be? How is it going to happen? Do you visualize it? That's where I'm going. I'm trying to get that picture. Exactly. What we're going to do is, as, remember the show where we talked about smart goals? Sure. We're going to write a smart goal. Hmm. We're going to make it very specific, simple, measurable, meaningful, as if it's happening now in all areas of life, realistic, all of that, and time. So we put a time on it. So if you want a specific goal, you know, you put the date that you want it to happen, hmm. the date, and then you're going to visualize it. Yes, you're going to use all your sensory, all your senses to visualize it and to feel it, to see it, to hear it, whatever it is uh, that, that you're wanting to achieve. Hmm. And we're going to we're going to take it and we're going to carry it into the future. and We're going to drop it there on your timeline. On that, on the timeline, on that specific date. Is this similar to visualizations or manifestations where you, you have a goal? I always use the, you know, the, the, the fancy red sports car where you picture it driving in it, you smell the leather, that feeling of, wow, I got a new car. <laughs> I feel pretty good about myself. I've, I've gone up a certain level here cause it was kind of expensive. Um, people looking at you, passing them, you got the T-tops mm -hmm. off, riding down by the beach, whatever it might be. Is it kind of the same way, but it's more of a, instead of visualizing it, you're, it's almost like you're stamping it into your future. Exactly. You are stamping it and locking it into your future. And you're using all your visual acuity to create it. Hmm. You're feeling it. You're seeing yourself. You're hearing people say things to you. You're in that moment as if now. Wow. As if you already have it. And you also want to know what's what's uh, what's going to convince you that it's happened. So you do all these things and you and you lock it into your future. And we do that process. We have a we have a script for that. And we take okay. you through it and we put it in there. And after a while, you start to create things a little more easily. It becomes very, natural. very familiar and mm. natural to you. Mm. Is and this is how you create your future by. Focusing on what you want. Specifically. Specifically what you want, not any of the negative stuff, not on what you don't want. You don't want that because mm. you'll create it. Mm. Once you start manifesting, your thoughts, your words, your feelings can manifest very quickly because they do. You got to clean up your act. You got to clean up that <laughs> cash, right? Yeah. It's basically like we talked about, you know, clearing out the hard drive. You're, you're writing an executable computer program for your brain. And once you're done with that visual visualization, you know, if you deal in the world of windows on your computer, it's, you know, a dot exe program. Now you've got it. And when you're done, <laughs> press start <laughs> and let it start executing. Uh, sometimes programs take a little time to load, so it may take some time to get there on your timeline. Again, it's wherever you put it on your timeline. It could be, yeah, I'm going to have that job. 
that that job at that great company with that great boss with that great salary. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it you now, and it, realistically, in about a year and a half. How do you do that in terms of being realistic? So let's say somebody just says, "Yeah, I want that, and I want that in six months." I'm going to put that on my timeline six months from right now. What if it's not really that realistic? Well, you want it to be realistic. You know, if for a certain job, you have to have certain skills and you have to take action also. You know, this is not about you just sitting. This is not magic in a sense. It's not like it's going to just poof appear. Mm. You know, you don't have a genie in a bottle. You take action. It has to be realistic and achievable. So that's how you create a smart goal. And... Also, once you do this, you have to let go of form. How do you mean? What does that what does that mean? Yes. Mm-hmm. Let go of form because you could end up getting that perfect job. It may not be that specific job you want it. Uh. Be open, be flexible to what comes. Mm. Be aware. It may, you know, people will say I want this particular person in my life. Right. It may not be that person. That person may not be meant for you. But the right person will come, the one that you describe, but it may be a different person. I totally Let got go it. of form. Yeah. Let go of form. So looking for you know that perfect person, you may visualize she's got brown hair, she's got brown eyes, beautiful smile. I look at her smile, it just makes me feel happy. I hear her voice. It just I I'm fantastic. I'm proud to be with her. I want to do things with her, have uh, you know, a wonderful time with her, you know. I'd like her to be around five, four, some, you know, she could be five, Mm -hmm. two, whatever. She may come along and let's say you're five, seven. She may be five, eight, but she may be perfect. So be open to it. You know, Uh, Ryan Seacrest is dating somebody right now. That's like two inches taller. She's a supermodel. I don't think he's complaining. (laughs) No. (laughs) Right. He's good. He's good with that. I think he's good with that. Otherwise you wouldn't be hanging with her. So. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, just 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 be open to it. Like you said, that job may not be exactly right. You may say, I want that job and it's got to be within five miles of my house. Well, it might be 12, but it, everything else is perfect. So then you got to be open to it. Wow. Flexibility is important. Mm. Flexibility gives you more options. Learn to be flexible. Is this almost like a blueprint of your life? Yeah, you're not going to build a house unless you have a blueprint. So mm-hmm. it's, it's all, you know, it's all there starting with the foundation and go on and on. It's got kind of what it is. Exactly what it is. Hmm. And as we build the foundation, this is why we do this process. We do the clean out work first, and then we put in uh, what we want in that, in that breakthrough process so that we take, get rid of all the negative emotions, limiting beliefs, anything that could be an obstacle to getting what you want, to creating your life, to creating your future. This is a personal development uh, uh, technique. Really, you're developing yourself. And then you're creating your life as you go along. You always want to be positive Hmm. and be at cause. Take responsibility for everything that happens. Be open. Now, when we talk about the... We did timeline therapy for negative emotions. Do we call this one the future one? Um, What do we call it? What's what's the name of that that timeline? Well, uh, we we call that creating what you want. Okay, so when you work with somebody like you work with me on the negative emotions, is it how many different things can you can you do? Like we worked on five different negative emotions. Is there a number typically when you work with somebody on the future? 
a number of things that we're looking for? Oh, to create the future, you mean? Mm -hmm. uh, well, we're going to do the SMART goals for sure. Okay. And then uh, we're going to do the SMART goals and then we're going to take action. But the number of things that we we look at for the, the future success ones, is there, you know, every session can't last for six hours. So is there a, no. a you know, a guideline? All right, we're going to identify five things that you want positive things you want in your life, maybe uh, a partner, maybe it's a job. What else is it going to be? Oh, well, you know, my health. Okay. We're going to work on that. What are, would it typically be five? Uh, no, no, it wasn't typically be five. It'd be what you want. So you want to, I want everything to see. I want yeah. it all. <laughs> you want to create it then, then you can create goals in all different areas of life, in career, in family, in spirituality, in personal development, in finances and whatever. So you're being a little more specific. What area of life do you want a goal in? And you can create a goal. You can create goals for uh, three months from now and then one for six months and one for a year and then five years and 10 years. Where do you want to be in 10 years? Mm. Who do you want to be in 10 years? How do you want to be in 10 years? Yeah, this is cool stuff. <laughs> it really you're is. You're planning your life. Yeah. You directly are planning your life and therefore you are empowered because you're taking control. And you're directing. You are the captain of the ship, and you are steering it in the direction you want to go in. And yes, you can write this stuff down and follow your list of things to do or list of goals. But this is implanting it in your mind to make sure that you follow through. Because a lot of us, you know, New Year's resolutions. Imagine if every January 1st, Cecilia, we did a timeline therapy for what we want in the upcoming year. I'm just saying hypothetically, if that was even possible, how many people would follow, follow through with their resolutions unlike many that just derail after two or three weeks. If you really want it, you want it badly and you set it into your future and you take action, you can do it. It can happen. It, it does happen. It has happened. I've created goals for all sorts of things for outcomes on, on certain situations. This is what I want. And I focus on it because what you focus on comes about. What you think about comes about. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you've, you've probably noticed this in your life. So you don't want to be thinking about negative stuff. Because, because you'll get it. Because you'll create it. I, can, I think I shared this with you. Things that I used to say, even over the past 12 years, I'm trying to think back to those things, those phrases, those thoughts that I would have or would come out or I'd share them with somebody else. They all came true and they weren't good. <laughs> they were negative. Right, right. They, I was just, I was in a more, a more negative spot. You know, not like horribly negative, but there were certain things I would say that just wasn't negative language and they came true. It's amazing what you, like it goes back to what, you know, your, your parents used to say or you used to hear Careful what you ask for. It's the truth. You get it. <laughs> you yeah. really do. Your thoughts, your feelings, your words create your world. Yeah. Be careful what you say. Don't say self-deprecating things about yourself. It's not good. Yeah. You're, you're programming yourself for negativity. Put in a good program, an excellent program. Hey, it's okay every once in a while to joke about yourself for fun. You know, I, I believe, you know, you're just joking with a friend or whatever, but those Things that you keep saying to yourself, like, oh, I'm overweight. I'm, it's like impossible for me to lose weight. <laughs> it's going around in your mind or you're saying yeah. it and right. you, you will have trouble losing weight. That becomes a belief. A and belief. so your unconscious mind says, I guess we're not losing weight, you know? 
Mm-hmm. That's how it works. You are programming yourself. So when I say something that I don't want to happen and I catch myself, because sometimes, you know, it sure. becomes automatic. I say, oh, delete that. Mm-hmm. We don't want that. Yep. Delete it. Just like a computer. Delete it. Yep. Immediately. And it's amazing how when you you get into that mindset, you react faster when those things come out. And I found myself in the last year getting in a better mindset uh, of, of quick to, to judge or, or quick to, to react to something, you know, driving down the road, somebody cuts you off. Well, go back five years. I'll be like, what the hell are you? Blah, 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 blah. Now it's just like, what? yeah, no problem. Yeah. You don't know what they're going through. Let them go. Yeah. As, you know, <laughs> what happened? They cut you off. All right. Not the best thing. Nobody got hurt. Just go, go. You have a great day. <laughs> you know, yeah. you'll never see him again for you to stew or let it marinate for the next 30, 60 seconds, you know, 90 seconds, whatever it might be. What a waste. It's not, it's not helping, not serving you. Where are you getting with that? Nowhere. That doesn't help. And it doesn't help. You know, we, we tend to not really forgive people. Forgiveness is important. Mm. True forgiveness. Yeah. We hold on to those things and we have these grudges. Guess what? They eat away at us more yeah. than anything else. Yep. Without a let doubt. Let go. Let it go. Right. Like we always say, you're giving that person your power. They don't really care. They already did what they did, Mm -hmm. and you have issues with it, so you're allowing them, you're letting them take over you, take control over you. It's almost as if they're standing behind the scenes, you know, pressing buttons to (laughs) make them do that. You're allowing that to happen. Meanwhile, they're not. They don't even care. They've already moved on. Yeah. Yeah, it, uh, it affects you in the worst way possible. And stress and anxiety and these negative emotions affect your health, by the way. Well, yeah. And create create inflammation in your body that can create sickness. The truth. It's, it's not good. That's what we forget about. <laughs> you know, it's one thing to, to to marinate and be upset or 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 get angry over something, but you probably don't realize what it's doing to you on a on a cellular level. And I think we we talked about this, and maybe I learned it from you that. That stuff doesn't just affect, let's say, your stomach, and you just got an uneasy feeling. It's it's everywhere. It's almost in every cell of your body. It's a reason why people use energy or Reiki heal their food because when we talked about that, where you know, let's say an animal might have gone through uh, some stress before mm-hmm. it went on the you know, food chain. Uh, why yes. do you want to take that stress into your body? Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. It, it, you're going to feel it for sure. Well, I'm feeling the timeline therapy worked. I re- I'm not just saying that, and I'm only you know five days into it. Uh, I'm waiting for those other things that, to pop up, but I do feel a more sense of calm. Um, and yeah, the more and more I think about it, I was like, hmm, yeah, all right, this is cool. <laughs> I really think it worked. The only thing I ever think about is I hope I got, I hope I went back to the first time that I felt those emotions. That was the only thing, but I think I did. I really do. Well, I. Uh- Remember during the process, I kept sending you further back. You did. Yep. So and that I- you would get that first time, hopefully. This is why we keep testing and we do the process the way we do it. Because you may not have gotten it right at first, but we send you further back. Yeah. And I got nothing. So we capture it. Yeah. <laughs> when you took me so. back, I tried like, let me think, you know, was what, what was I was I sad before that time? And again, this all goes back to childhood, you know, as three or whatever. What, what can I remember another time? 
I couldn't. You know, and there was one time where one emotion, I believe, was around seven. Um, and maybe the ages, I'm off on the ages by a year or two, somewhere around there. Yeah. But the image of that sadness and that that feeling was there. But I couldn't couldn't go further back. So I think we nailed it. Um, fantastic stuff. And uh, if anybody wants to heal from it, move their life forward, uh, so impactful, myquantumheal.com is your website. Uh, I had lots of questions. I'm sure if somebody does, you can, you can address those. A free consult just to start the process. Absolutely. 20-minute free consult. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know your stuff. You're a pro at what you do. You, you, I'm sure you can figure it out pretty, pretty darn fast and get it going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and this is work that I love to do also because it works so well. Uh, I finally figured out how can I help my, my patients and my clients move forward in their life and create a better future. Yeah. Well, when we were doing it, you were so confident. You know, it's like it, it's almost foolproof. You're like, yep, yep that's going to work or that's going to work. And, you know. It's and your visualizations were spot on. I mean, it was one point where you had to take me up a little bit higher looking down on something, and my timeline went shortened it. And I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> well, real good stuff. Myquantumheal.com, Cecilia, thank you for that, and uh, thanks for being here today. And uh, looking forward next time we talk, good stuff. Great, my pleasure. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate it. Coming right back, hang on. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Let's go inside the mind of a 10-year-old. I should have worn those earrings today. I like those earrings. Gabby has those awesome earrings. I need to ask her where she got those, but that's just what she would want me to do. I'll have Michaela ask her for me. Buckle up, Sarah. Yeah, but then Michaela will be like, why don't you just ask her yourself? That's just like Michaela. Sarah. Buckle up. Michaela's such a great name. I wish I was called Michaela. There's like a dozen Sarahs in my class. Hey, we're not hitting the road until you buckle up, honey. Oh, yeah. Seatbelt. I forget sometimes because my brain is, like, busy, you know? I wonder if there's pizza at school today. Sometimes it can be tough to get through to your kids, but it's not impossible. Always make sure they're wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Remember, you have the keys, you have the power. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information.